Hi everyone, welcome to Embodying Your Higher Self Tools for Conscious Living. And my name is Michelle Jampaka. Thank you so much for joining. I know my uh, live shows are a little bit erratic. <laughs> I am working harder on getting more guests to come on. Today we have a very special guest, a dear friend of mine named Johanna Lee Larson. And she will be talking about um, many amazing things, um, but today's topic is expansion with joy. So I love that this is what we're talking about today. So just hold on. She'll be with us shortly as she navigates her way through the Podbean uh, portal, so to speak. Thanks so much for your patience. Welcome, Johanna. Great to see you. How are you today? Excellent. Can you hear me okay? Yes, maybe you can you turn up your volume a little bit more? How's that? Perfecto. Muchas gracias. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful to have you here. And we just so you know, we have 266 people listening in to our live show. Wow. It's amazing. So excited. Excellent. Wonderful. So I'm just going to introduce uh, Johanna. She is an amazing woman. First of all, she's a dear friend of mine. And we met originally in Puerto Escondido. And as, um, as fate would have it, our paths were led to different parts of Oaxaca. She's now currently living in Oaxaca. Uh, near Oaxaca City, and uh, what is the uh, town that you live in? What what is it called exactly? Um, we're actually in Tlaxcala, but it's close to El Tule. Right, and El Tule is the big, giant, ancient tree, right? That's correct. Two thousand years oh. old or more. Wow, that's incredible! That's incredible that you ended up there. And, uh, and I've ended up here in Zipolite on the Oaxacan coast, uh, beautiful, beautiful place right on the ocean here. So here we are. I love technology that we can come together in this way. Um, so jo Johanna is one who dances with angels and she is a light bearer and light of love, a mystic way shower a vibrational and prophetic artist of 34 years, a dream activator, earth healer, lover of holistic healing modalities. She's also a channel to the higher realms, assisting others to awaken to spirit, acting as a bridge to the divine. And formerly, she was a prison minister and in that time, she experienced some miraculous healings and visions and dreams. 
Johanna has been married for 41 years with two highly creative daughters and is now in the grandmother's club, which <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and uh, she's a cancer survivor who's experienced three NDEs, near-death experiences. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that uh, later, Johanna. We'd love to hear more about that as well. <coughs> she's currently working as, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> as an intuitive energy healer with quantum resonance energetic systems, fused, <coughs> excuse me, with Usui Reiki. So, wow, it is such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you for coming on today, Johanna. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. It's an honor to be asked. Oh, you're very, very welcome. And we'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey and how you got from <laughs> where you were to where you are now. See, well, the biggest catalyst I would say was COVID. Um, I had lost my job and when you lose your job and you're told you have to stay in your house, um, you have hours and hours and hours to be by yourself. And that was when I really opened up to spirit and I was able to discern vibrational um, communication with angels, with God. And uh, everything started to quickly change after that. Wow. Wow. That, yeah, that I think you got you went in a different direction other people went down the the tunnel of despair and depression and hopelessness but you somehow decided to take a different path and as you were in communion with the angels and the spirit world what did they tell you that inspired you to become a healer what did you learn well, there was a lot of things that led up to that period of time. I had um, had some miraculous things happen while I was a prison minister with healing, um, being touched in a way where my hands were activated for healing, um, and just getting to experience a lot of supernatural things which I understand now was not really supernatural. It's actually who we are. And a lot of things um, shifted. Uh, I had a lot of visions. I uh, was an art. I am an artist. And at that time, I was led to many churches uh, unannounced um, where I got to go in and paint and give out art to different people that were there um, and a lot of my visions that I would have and I would paint would speak directly to either a dream they had or it would shift their life in a way where it was um, life-changing, impacting, making them feel good, positive about themselves. And so, and so during the time that I was home, um, and I started to actually hear spirit, it was started with perspective. I received this word from God about perspective, about changing your perspective. And during that time, you know, there was a lot of fear, there was a lot of people dying. I had also, not due to COVID, but I had lost my mom, I had lost my brother, my son-in-law um, was uh, had also died in Mexico, and and that's how I actually got to Mexico was was through that. Um, but he had cancer. None of it was due to COVID. Um, and he was Gerald Clark, and he had written some books called um, "The Anuki of Nibiru" and "The Seventh Planet Mercury Rising." And my daughter was married to him, and his writings um, began to make me question my truths, what I was teaching in the prison ministry, what I was taught by the church. And I began to 
why am I here? What is what what is the perspective that God wants me to see? You know, and it was it was not easy because his teachings and stuff were bringing things about of ancient history that I knew nothing about that we are not told about. And uh, through all of that, I gained a new perspective. And so the big catalyst was when I decided to let go of who I was and to allow God to speak to me in a different way. And I heard ask, ask questions, ask for things, that it was okay to ask for help. And so I began during that time to ask. I asked for gifts. I asked for opportunities. I asked why, like, is this all there is? What else is there? And um, because my daughter was going through a traumatic time here in Mexico um, with her husband dying, uh, that led us to start thinking about maybe living in Mexico or going to Mexico to help her. And one thing led to another. And it was once I opened the door to allow spirit in and the angels to begin to talk to me, I started really listening because everything was quiet. I didn't have a job. There was nobody around all day. And when you get off of the, I call it the hamster wheel, and everything stops spinning so fast of the, I got to do this, I got to do that, I'm, you know, then you can really listen and you can really hear. And I began to get messages. Um, I began to get poetry. I began to do all kinds of art and complete them and sell them. And I was told to sell all of our stuff and how to get to Mexico and um, I was concerned about who was going to take care of our house. And our other daughter, our oldest daughter, uh, Janelle, was all of a sudden, Mom, I want to move into your house. Why don't you move to Mexico? <laughs> and so that's how the journey began to get to Mexico. Wow. Wow, Johanna. I know I've heard parts of the journey, a lot of it, but it just it's, it's really beautiful the way you shared this experience of also the the shift that you made in your in your beliefs um, as a minister going into the prison system and working with the prisoners and coming from a very Christian background, as I know, and then here uh, your daughter's husband who kind of shook up your world and tells you a whole different creation story and um, I'm guessing he talked about uh, NK and. Unhealed. Un, un, I, I can never say his name, his name quite right. The, that's uh, the brothers. Right. And uh, for anybody who might be listening and is not familiar, uh, I mean, the show isn't really about Enke and Unhealed, un, uh, un, um, but um, it, is a, it is a story of, you know, that is very interesting that uh, talks about how they came and altered uh the human dna and so much more to it than that but uh i don't know if you want to speak to any of that go go ahead johanna if you yeah. want to share anything you're welcome to see it's not my expertise um i did search it out my husband is much more interested in that maybe you could have him on sometime to talk about it but um I would say to look up Gerald Clark at Seventh Planet Broadcasting, and he's got all kinds of YouTube um, interviews and stuff that he did. Um, Great advice. Yeah. But yes, but the biggest part that I got out of it was that maybe the perspectives I had been socially conformed to, maybe what my mom and dad brought to the table. And that's what I learned in the prison ministry too, was that there's all these influences around us as we're growing up, but it might not be the full truth. And so 
what I was learning was your truth is only true until there's a new truth. I love that. Say so, that again. Say that one once more. Your truth is only true until there's a new truth. And yes. that leads us in to an expansion with joy. Um, right. Because when, when we can joyfully open up our heart, that maybe we don't know everything. And that's definitely what I came to was that I knew so little about my spirituality, so little about the God that was within me. Um, I had no clue really how deep and how wide and how expansive the source of all things is within us. And so that put me on a journey to uh, listen and to be willing and allowing for shift and change. And of course, what comes with that is resistance, your ego. Um, because wherever you come to change, your mind is trying to protect you. Well, you know, and so I found different ways of getting around that. I found ways of telling my ego, well, let's just try this. Why don't we just see if we like it? And then if we don't like it, we can go back to the old ways. And I found that that worked really good. And I would often just tell my ego, why don't you just sit over here on the fence? Um, Cause I grew up on a ranch and and why don't you just sit there and if if you have something nice to say, because, you know, you have those inner voices, um, I said, if you have something nice to say, you can join in. But if you're going to be negative or or misleading, then you have to just be quiet because I'm going to just try this to see if I like it. Oh, and that's brilliant. That, that's brilliant. I love that. Just having a little talk with your ego to just hush. <laughs> I love it. So, because I, I have, prior to that, I have, I had all my life, I had had struggles with, with many issues of traumas and stuff. And so you get that inner voice of, you're not worthy. Um, don't do this. You can't do this. You know, you're not good enough at it. You're not a good artist. And so I was trying to find ways to overcome those kind of uh, negative speech. And so God kept telling me, well, just tell it. You're, you're the commander of your ship. Just tell it. You're, you know, because it's God within. And it's like, be in a commanding way with yourself. Um, Beautiful. Anyway. It leads me to to ask the question because you, you know, you mentioned you've had three near death experiences, and do you think that's when things kind of really shifted for you and your whole paradigm of of spirituality and who you are and all of that? Do you think that came about as a result of having those NDE experiences? Absolutely. I, I would say those near-death experiences, um, I was a woman that had a 360 de 60 degree about face. Um, that they were all in Mexico here. Um, I wasn't expecting it. And my Ernie and my daughter, Krista, um, were both there for two of them. Well, and Ernie was there for the third one, too. Um, two of them were literally just i i i died on uh, i i just went i left my body um and ernie and krista were i could hear them kind of like calling me you know mom mom don't go and my husband johanna johanna um um and when i came back they had said that i had talked about my mom and i remember after one of them feeling really, really different, like the air felt different, the the trees looked different, the the ground looked different. I I knew things. Like I I would I was told, 
I should invest in magnetics. <laughs> it's a strange thing. Um, but how magnetics would be very important in the future. Um, thing, weird, weird little things, you know, like I started talking about Africa and how Africa would become a great nation greater than China. And, you know, and that kind of rings true, true. Out of the fire comes the phoenix. And they've definitely been through the fire. Um, but just, it was really, really different. Um, one of the near-death experiences I actually sought out, I actually didn't seek it out, it sought me out, and that was a plant medicine, uh, 5-meal DMT. And I wasn't looking for it. We were visiting um, an area in, in Guadalajara, uh, uh, by Lake Chapala, and it just came about uh, that we ended up meeting um, this gentleman called Dan Santos, and he was he had worked with the tr local tribe, uh, the Sonoran tribe, um, and he was a master facilitator of this, and so we both decided to go ahead and walk this journey together, my husband and I. And so we met with him and he was, he was really excellent. I mean, he talked to us and counseled us beforehand. He walked us through the journey during it, kind of gave us a little bit of an idea of what to expect that everybody's journey would be different during it. Um, and that you were going to die and be reborn. And, um, that was the most amazing experience I have ever had. Um, when I died before I had, in the near-death experiences, I had heard things like, do you want to live? And I, yes, I want to live. And I heard things like, then take responsibility for for your actions, take responsibility for yourself and move forward. You know, letting go of the things that don't serve you anymore, letting go of, of the ties of your history, of what you perceived um, in your past, you know, to do shadow work and things. And when I had the experience with the five Neo DMT, it was the most beautiful, incredible experience of my life that I realized that we were one with all living things, that Mother Earth was just fine. She was living and breathing and, and that, that God, God took care of her, you know, like, like I, I didn't have to worry about that, that I was a part of that, that as much as it was a part of me. And I remember zooming through the cosmos, like like dimensionally, and the energy, the colors, the, the visions that I had. And actually, there was a point during it where I saw the face of God. And... Sorry, I get emotional because it was it was funny and at the same time it was life changing because when I looked in his face I saw my face like looking in a mirror and I know there's a verse in the Bible that, that says that and as if you're looking in a mirror, you know, created in his image, her image. Um and that I laughed and I remember God saying, I love your reaction. And I said, well, isn't this just the greatest joke? I've been looking for you everywhere, in books, in churches, you know, in nature. And all this time you've been with me. And re I realized at that time that there is no separation. Every single person is connected to God in our own special way. And we're all on a journey through this awareness of love and seeing God in everything and loving all that God is all in all loves all and when I say God it could be source to you it could be um, I call him all 
Um, I used to call him father, but now I understand mother, you know, it's uh, different perspectives and we're all in a different place with different perspectives, learning our journey, but it significantly changed my life and my awareness and it started to significantly change how I saw everyone and everything and even like compassion, compassion for yourself, compassion for others, how compassion was a super, um, um, compassion is like a, a, like you're a superman you know you all all have ability for compassion and when we can have compassion for ourselves and really truly love ourselves date ourselves um do things that bring your bells and bring you joy um and then see others with grace and and compassion that everybody's in a different place everybody's in a different state everybody has a different story and then there's not so much uh, judgment. There's not so much, um, you know, it, it's allowing people to be who they are. And there's room for everybody to be who they are everywhere in everything. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Johanna. And it's always a great reminder to, to all of us when we start to feel <clears throat> alone or disconnected that, when we understand that every one of us is connected and we are part of that field of oneness and God is within you and me and in all things, then we realize we're not really alone. And that, um, that is uh, such a comfort for so many people, I, I would imagine, who are searching you know, for connection. I just want to acknowledge Bernadette Farr is in the studio live and thank you for joining us. And, if you would like to ask Johanna a question or share something that you feel is important for you to share, feel free to unmute yourself, Bernadette, and, and jump in at any time. Okay, oh, there you are. Johanna, this is Jenna. Um, <clears throat> my, my email is Bernadette. That's my confirmation name. <laughs> hey, Jenna. So, Hi. Um, actually, finding this talk pretty fascinating. So, you know, although we're friends, I didn't know all this. So I'm really enjoying listening and um, just learning. Thank so, you. But if I come up with any questions, I will uh, raise my hand or something. Sounds <laughs> okay. good. Thank you for joining us, Jenna. Okay, Thanks a yeah, lot for yeah. your support. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to mute myself again because okay. I'm uh, in the house with friends. Okay, I'm with my okay. family. <laughs> so, sounds good. Okay, bye bye. So, um, I, I, you know, as you know, I, I love this talk of expansion with joy, but I also am aware that this path is not easy for a lot of people. And and how do you, or is there any advice or tool that you can share with our listeners of how they can step out of the dark places they might be in and step into this expansion with joy? Is there anything that you can share that could help people? Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right, Michelle. It's not always um, easy. And depending on the path that you've you've led, you know, uh, the shoes that you've walked in your journey. Um, sometimes it can be extremely painful, but I will tell you it's worth it. And uh, what started happening to me during COVID was that I was listening to spirit within me and I would be guided to diff different healing modalities um, that was helpful to clear up my energy, the stuck energy within my body. Um, I was an artist and I noticed that I, as an artist, I would receive 
message is kind of uh, vibrationally and that light and reflection really uh, spoke to me. And so I had been led at that time uh, previously to COVID to go into a lot of different churches. Um, I painted murals. I did canvases for people where I kind of would hear or see a picture. And then I would do some research and get an idea of what I was going to paint. And all of those paintings sold. I didn't even have pictures of them um, because someone, it would speak to somebody that was there worshiping. And they would just, I want to buy that. And um, so I, I was recognizing how I communicated with spirit. And some of the things that I was told to look up, and spirit talks to you in so many weird little ways. It could be a sign on the road. It could be a movie that you're watching that that has some kind of line in it that all of a sudden your spirit connects to as a truth. Um, for me, one of them was Ho'oponopono. And I connected to a wonderful person on YouTube called Sandra Rolas. Um, and for me, I didn't have any money at that time because, you know, I had lost my job. So I was looking for different ways. Um, and I had been instructed to pay all our debts in full. And so I was looking for ways that I could get education for free. And YouTube is a wonderful uh wonderful tool. And anyway, through her, I did the Ho'opono, which is a Hawaiian uh, forgiveness tool. It doesn't have any religion or anything hooked to it. Um, and it's a four-step uh, uh, verse that you kind of say. And as I would say it, I would get a picture of somebody that I needed to forgive. Now, previous to this, I'd been a prison minister, right? And I had been in church and I kept asking God about forgiveness because apparently I didn't get it because he kept saying, all you need to do is forgive. And I would go, I forgave, I forgave. I mean, how many times do I have to forgive that person? You know, kind of in a smart aleckly way, you know, because I was getting to the point where I was like, I don't understand what forgiveness is. And so through Hope Opono, I began to get a clearer picture of how where someone had done me wrong and I had taken offense and I had held it against that person, I had actually kind of taken their energy um, now, I'm not saying what they did wasn't wrong. It was wrong of me to judge them. It was wrong of me to hold it. And then what would happen is that offense that I held against that person would end up becoming sickness. It would end up becoming, you know, like aches and pains within my body. I would, it was stuck energy and I became stuck. And so with Ho'oponopono, um, I started going through and releasing. And she also had taking back your power. And I had no idea what that meant. And so I started to discover that she led you through these different ways that you had given away your power, that you had been manipulated and had your power stolen. Uh, maybe there was times when you gave your power away uh, consciously, knowing that you were giving your power away, that, you know, as you were being manipulated, you agreed to it. And this could be not just sexually, but it could be at your workplace. It could be at even a grocery store where, you know, like you were shamed by because you did something or you bought something. During COVID, this happened a lot where people didn't couldn't breathe and they didn't want to wear the mask. And then, you know, the owner or the manager of the store would come up and and barrage you with, man, you have to wear a mask, you know, and then you were you were 
basically shamed into to either leaving the store or unless you wore your mask. And um, and that actually happened to me because I have breathing uh, issues from the cancer. And anyway, there was lots of help that I got through through her and people like the channelers, like Lee Harris, uh, that channels the Z's and Abraham. And um, then I started with exercise, yoga with Krista J. Clark, my daughter, um, and Lee Holden uh, with, Ke- with Qigong. And that all of those things were very helpful. But, you know, whenever you're facing those dark places within you where maybe you first experienced fear, um, where something traumatic happened to you that was against your will, um, those things are painful to go back in. And I learned techniques. I had been to counseling for a year. The church had gifted me this. And I had learned certain techniques where I could go back to the scene of the crime, let's say, um, the trauma, and I could visually see, I was able to kind of stand aside from my body and visually see the scene and see myself as whatever, the little girl, the young woman, and I was able to go through and I could do the Ho'opopono, which is, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Um, uh, I love you and I release you. And I, I was able to do that. And I could also see then the other person saying it back to me, which was really helpful. And then what I found was through all these weird little techniques that spirit brought, they all of these stuck places all these places of anger all these places of of ill will within me would just dissipate and all of a sudden i had more energy i was i had more clarity i was able to even hear better spirit i was able to find that i really did love myself i could look in the mirror and say I really like you. I really love you. And I've started to find that if I uh, I could forgive my mom, I could forgive my dad, I could forgive my, my own self. Um, because a lot of times we forget to forgive ourselves that we're just human and we're learning and, and we don't always do things right. We don't always make choices that are good for us. And I started to recognize that 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 was part of our journey here and that through it all that I could love myself. And the more that I did, the happier I got. The more that I did, the more energy I had and the more clearer I could see a path leading me to something I hadn't even thought of, which was moving to Mexico and starting a whole new life. Wow, Johanna, thank you for those words of wisdom, because I think people are often looking for answers outside of themselves. Oh, I, you know, I'm unhappy because I have a bad job, or I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy because I don't have the love of my life, or I'm unhappy because this person cheated me. And we look outside, we look for this external reason of our for our unhappiness. But when we look within and we start to heal that unforgiveness or resentment in our heart and we clear away the blockages as you were sharing with us that is where the truth lies it's within us right to forgive to let go to release and then step into that field of joy that you uh that this program is about today you know well, you're you're absolutely right, Michelle, and you're part of my journey. Um, when I <laughs> met you, when I met you, I instantly heard the spirit say, "You need to meet with this woman. You need to get to know her." And I was looking for friendship, uh, but not only did I get friendship, 
that I feel like will be friends for life. But I also received so much wisdom from your journey and your um, uh, energetic um, ways of helping to release uh, things that we don't even know that we're, we're holding on to. And so I learned a lot from you and shared it with many friends who came to you also. Yes. Um, but I, <laughs> I, you're welcome. I really appreciate it. And I found that that's what happened. Once we moved to Mexico, um, we actually sold all of our cars. We sold all of our things. Now, I didn't really think there was a way for us to come here, but that's what's fun is once you change your perspective and allow, um, allow the universe to start speaking to you and you start to imagine yourself in a different place, um, all of a sudden, all of the obstacles that seemed impossible just fall away. And we were, at that time, when we started thinking about coming, we, it was during COVID. And so, like, I had all this art that I had been working on, and I was told to sell it. And I said, well, how am I going to do that? I can't have an art show because, you know, we were hunkered down in our houses. And um, and I didn't have an online uh, ability at that time. And God just kind of said, don't worry about it. We'll send you people. And boy, sure enough, people just came out of the woodwork and bought all my art. Um, I was worried about selling my car. They both sold like with ease and grace. And that was one of the things I had asked for in being told that you should ask for things. I, I asked for ease and grace, um, especially while we were here in Mexico. I had asked for opportunities and gifts. And boy, just everywhere I looked, there would be an opportunity and a gift to make um, that I would be gifted money. I didn't make money, but I was gifted it. Like I didn't have to ask for it. People just sent me money and they would ask me if I would be willing to help them with something. And then they would gift me money. They would ask me, um, one, one person, uh, I had worked in a restaurant and I had just loved her dad and, um, he had died and left her some money. And during COVID she all of a sudden just started sending me money every month. And, I mean, not just a little money. I was like $250 a month, um, but it was just a gift. And I just was like, wow, I asked for gifts. And God said, okay, we'll give you gifts. And I remember asking when I asked for the gifts, I said, I'm going to need a really a lot of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I, had, I had never asked. I know, I, you know, who, who would think that you should ask? for right. ease and grace who would think you right. should ask for joy and who who would think that you should ask for friendship and if you're lonely yeah. or any of those kind of things and when i started to ask they just started pouring in and i remember my first opportunity was a phone call to do a mural for somebody and i said no and i immediately heard well, you asked for opportunity, we gave you an opportunity, and here you are turning it down. And I just was like, ah. oh, okay, because sometimes we don't <laughs> recognize opportunity. And right. I had, I just knew that I was older and doing a mural hurts your bones. And, you know, like, <laughs> but um, I I, I did do the mural and I surprised myself because I had a timeline and I was working a full-time job at the time when I was doing the mural. And, and I just was like, I did do it and I can do it. And I liked it. And so now I know not to say no, but to say, well, maybe, yes, that's a possibility, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. And, and guess who's just joined us? Your daughter, Krista Clark. Hello, Krista. Ah, hi, Krista. <laughs> awesome. If you, Krista, if you have any questions uh, for your mom before we continue, we're going um, to close in about five minutes. But I, I really wanted to get a chance to ask you 
about what are your offerings right now? We know you're just outside of Oaxaca City and you're doing private sessions, yeah? Can you tell us a little bit about what people can expect if they come and visit you? Well, since I've been in, um, in Puerto Escondido, I became a Reiki master. Um, I also uh, was led to uh, create um, what is called resonance, um, quantum resonance healing. And this is a mixture of, of vibration, magnetics, light, color, and sound all combined to one and it's it's a beautiful relaxing experience um, using crystal light therapy and then sound vibration through a massage table um, and specialized music that as at certain hertz that create what is called a um, uh, homeostasis where you're you have the balancing of the right and left lobes uh, of your brain and opening up your chakra and un, um, and getting all your stuck energy to flow freely. And anyway, so I'm offering that if you're in Oaxaca, uh, you can contact me and definitely set that up. And um, I'm also uh, studying. Um, uh, uh, many different forms of sound and frequent frequency vibration healing. Um, so with you, Michelle, we took our sound bowl healing class, uh, and so I'm I'm working on that. And um, I'm actually in the next few months advancing and growing and expanding all of those things. Um, and I offer Reiki uh, long distance um, or local. And you can contact me. My prices are very reasonable. Um, and um, I'm also uh, hoping to work with Krista, uh, who is amazing in her own rights, and uh, to maybe in our future do some retreats. And as an artist, I'm hoping to get into art therapy and giving some art classes also. Wonderful. And I've just shared in, in the comments here, but I'll also share it on, on my um, webpage for Podbean. But um, johannaleelarson.com is her website. And Instagram is the same, johannaleelarson, at johannaleelarson. And her Gmail is the same, Johanna Lee Larson at gmail.com. So that's great. It's uncomplicated. It's easy for people to remember and find you if they want to reach out and potentially book a session with you, especially if they're traveling through Oaxaca. Um, I highly recommend, I experienced both the Reiki and vibrational healing with Johanna, and it was really powerful and deeply, deeply relaxing. It's really, really great for people that are suffering from anxiety or I would imagine even PTSD because of the it's frequencies excellent. that you're using. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really amazing. And I will shout out for you, Michelle, because uh, if anybody is in, in the area where Michelle is um, in Oaxaca, uh, I highly recommend her. Uh, she did a um, drum healing for me that like shook me to the core. <laughs> I really, really, <laughs> I really liked it. And uh, she also did uh, some things where I was asking her questions. Like I, I've always felt that I was uh, like, if somebody asked me how old I am, I always tell them I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm an ancient, um, ancient soul that I've lived uh, many, 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 uh, thousands and thousands of years. So, you know, age has, has no, there is no age. And anyway, uh, she was able to, through my asking her questions, I, I knew that I had been to this earth realm 
many, 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 many times and that I had known my husband uh, for many lifetimes and I had known my daughter, Krista, many lifetimes. And I, one of the questions I remember asking you a show was like if uh, my daughter, Janelle, uh, she's our oldest daughter, had been my mother <laughs> and you had, <laughs> you, you had found that out and you said yes. And I knew she had because she's, she was always as a child acting like the mother. And, <laughs> and so it is hilarious, but it was, it was affirming also. It was very affirming yes. to me. And um, I knew I had known my husband, like he was, my what would you call somebody that you're connected with always your soul um, your soulmate your, your soulmate. soulmate yes sure. he yeah. he i knew he had been and i had many many visions of of him and i and um and things and which are stories in themselves but um i just really appreciate your services you know, you were able to help me uh, a great deal and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. That's very kind. I don't many get many guests uh, shouting out for me. That's so sweet. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Johanna. It's been such a pleasure to have you here on the show today. And thank you to everyone who joined us. Wow, 268 people on this live show. I mean, wow, it's getting better and better. So I just got to make more shows, you know. And uh, thank you, um, Krista and Bernadette for joining us live today. And um, yeah, just reach out to Johanna. You know, she's she's a beautiful person. And um, even just being in her presence is very healing in and of itself. So um, yeah, I definitely recommend going and experiencing her incredible vibrational bed and her Reiki and all the other wonderful tools that she has. If you're visiting in Oaxaca, definitely reach out to Johanna. And thanks to all of our guests, whether you're listening to the live or the recording, I appreciate your support. Buy me a cup of coffee. I don't make any money, but it would be super cool if you wanted to support me by buying me a cup of coffee. And you can find out more about what I do at www.spiritweaverjourneys.com. And sending all of you so much love and light and, and just prayers for expansion of your expansion with joy. Lots of love, everybody. Take care. Thanks, 